right, I'm sure everybody heard that feedback. Here's the deal. Somebody decided to tilt the microphone down to the table and leave the headphones underneath it. That's that's what happened. Troy? That is absolute amateur hour. No, you completely missed it. I was ready to adjust that microphone back into its main position before I was asked, oh yeah, aren't you supposed to be on the controls today? Oh boy. Welcome Yikes. to the game. Mitch Fortner, Troy Coverdale, David G, who will now go by Ponytail. <laughs> Is it because weird? he's wearing a ponytail today. Is it weird? I It just kept getting in my face. It is because I've never seen you with a yeah. ponytail. Yeah. I've had long hair for since basically the whole pandemic. Uh-huh. I, I figured it was because that was there was a little one who was getting too good at pulling oh, hair. Oh, man. Listen, she steps on my hair, pulls it, <laughs> bites it. It's it's everything. Uh, but just today, I was working on something, and it kept getting in my face. And I put it in ponytail, and I go, man, I kind of like this. You know, this there's an cool. easy way to take care of this. Yeah, yeah. He says as he polishes his dome. <laughs> Go the TZ route. All right, all right, all right. You'll show uh, pictures to your daughter when she's older of you back in the day and Aww. say, that was Rapunzel. <laughs> <laughs> and she's going to go, Dad, you look dumb, dude. I already know she's going to be like, that looks stupid. I don't uh, I don't mind the look, though. I think it's good. Like, thank you. And I have never had long hair until pandemic, and I just had to. And I, lo- I love it, man. I don't know if I'll ever go back. My grandma hates it. Ooh. I'm sure. Ooh. Hates. H- hates the long hair, hates the ponytail. Hates the ponytail, hates the long hair, hates anything. <laughs> Why does she hate it? Does she like maybe look at that and be like, that's not what a man should look like? Yeah, okay, so this is her. My uncle Joey has always had long hair. So I don't know what her deal is. So she hates Joey. Yeah, she definitely hates my uncle Joey. Uh, no. <laughs> she, I don't know what it is about people born in the 50s. But long hair and tattoos, they're like, oh, my grandma's like, only sailors and bikers get tattoos. And it's like, "Ah." (laughs) maybe back in 1954. Yeah, I mean, sure. I personally wanted to hear the conversation when my brother had to explain to his daughter and son why he had the Tasmanian version of Chief Wahoo on his shoulder. Oh, boy. He's like, listen, that's a weird tattoo. Booze. Was involved, heavily involved. I'm not. Yeah. Yeah, booze, friends, <laughs> a, a, bet, bet. a bet. Yeah, a dare, exactly. All yeah. That. Yep. There's a reason why it's on the back, so you don't <laughs> see it very often, right? Is that the Tasmanian Devil, Chief Wahoo, on your back? So it's just us three today. We have no uh, Big Steve or Sage. They're both busy today. Oh. Um, so it's just us three, and we're on for an hour and a half. Backcats coming up at 5:30. They host Wichita State's the final home non-con game of the year so what that also means it's the final midweek game at home Ah. this year for k-state baseball the last six games will be against kansas and baylor and they still have to go on the road play uh west virginia and at virginia tech for one game and that's uh it's in two weeks two weeks yeah next weekend's baylor coming into town so then it's the weekend after so there you go um another thing i want to bring up here on the start um i've I didn't know this kid actually existed <laughs> until uh, today because it came up on Twitter. You have a son? Uh, no, but somebody <laughs> else does have a son, and that is Martin Gramatica. Oh, oh, and has a son named Nico. Oh, boy. who kicks down in Tampa, Florida, in high school. Mm. And let me tell you, just by watching, he, he puts up a lot of videos on Twitter, oh. and just by watching his videos, 
Yeah, he uh, takes after his old man. He has a cannon oh, yes. for a leg. I retweeted one of his uh, videos yes. earlier today. Mitch, you And I'm amazing. like, and I, and I saw who liked it. I saw Taylor Bratt has liked it. You know the kid's <laughs> on top of it. Already getting some recruiting done. So maybe another... Um, Wow, we got he's a long Players lanky kid. He's a long lanky kid. And I mean looks like Martin Garaka too. He has Dude. the hair. Haven't seen him celebrate. Doesn't put the celebrations on film. No, Probably learned his lesson from watching his uncle. Yeah, getting uh, <laughs> blowing out a <laughs> knee. Well, the dad and his dad and uncle both got hurt on yeah, kicks. That's right. Yeah. Which one was celebrating? Bill. Was it Bill? Yeah. When yeah. he was with the Cardinals? Yes. Oh man, so like we got legacies at K State. This kid's coming to K State. That's a boot and a half. The one you shared, class of twenty twenty four, and it looks like he's kicking beyond the forty. Yeah, and it was a field goal, smashing. So it. just smashed it through the uprights. I mean, plenty, plenty of leg, plenty of, uh, plenty of grace between the ball and the crossbar. A lot of heaven between that, if you know what I mean. When it's, I-, I mean, he's got to be a future cat. One that just kind of falls into your lap if you're K State. Yeah, I, mean, I, I would hope. Come on, I would hope. I just when you see palm trees at a kid's like football stadium or practice stadium, I'm so jealous of them. Like, God, that'd be nice. This kid can kick, dude. Wow. Yeah, he's got it. This guy's legit. He's got it. Oh and God. there's even some. Uh, I saw some pictures on there that his dad will hold for him sometimes. Oh boy, just kicking out in a field or kicking out on a field. Nothing really else going on besides putting some videos up on social media and bragging about his gift. <laughs> yeah! I do have uh, some K-State men's basketball. I say some. It's like I have a hunch. So let's, let's recap here just a little bit. So a couple of more cats added to the list the other day, and we now have five coming in for the 2022 class, I guess you could say. And so as that continues to build, there's still some spots remaining. So you have seven scholarships now taking up, taken up um, with the two additions yesterday. Very pumped about that. And um, so six scholarships remaining. Now the one name that's still on the top of the list, Antoine Davis. Antoine Davis, the transfer from Detroit Mercy. Will he be joining Taj Manning? Jarrell Colbert, Kim Carter, Dorian Finister, and Aquan Tomlin. Those are the five a part of this class. Now, I, for those that have been listening to the show forever, and you listen on a regular basis, you might recall Detective Mitch Ooh. during the football season did some investigating. Oh boy! And it was around. It was uh, the it was the week leading up to the Oklahoma game. Mm-hmm. And Coach Kleiman was asked the questions, is Skyler going to play? Is he healthy? And Coach Kleiman gave us a Hollywood response, which means seemed like he was doing a little acting. Mm-hmm. Wasn't going to give the answer, just kind of BSing his way through it. Wasn't going to give away the results in the answer, right? So Detective Mitch became a thing and did some investigating. Went through this whole thing about trying to figure out, you know, what are the tells of a person that's lying? 
Oh, I like I mean, this. we got into the real details of that. Yeah. And what Mitch, uh, Detective Mitch came up with was, yeah, he's lying. He's doing all these things. He's moving his hands a certain way, oh. not looking up as much as he should be, looking around. Like, on, way too many tales of Coach Kleiman was fibbing hmm. a little bit about the status of Skylar Thompson. And if you'd be healthy or not for that game, we all know the answer. He came back, got a thunderous ovation when he ran out on the field for the first possession. That's awesome. That ended up in a uh, turnover by Jacardier Wright. Um, but uh, the Cats lost by a touchdown. I think that was the final. But um, but Detective Mitch is back, and it's about Antoine Davis. K-State Online has reported, and I believe it was from Derek Young, he says that he's been hearing Antoine Davis is, is expecting to announce his destination this week and as early as tomorrow. Oh boy. Again, just a reminder, one year of eligibility, he's a grad transfer, using that one year of eligibility to go somewhere else other than Detroit Mercy, and he is the 22nd best scorer in men's basketball history. 24 points a game he has averaged in his career. Great all-around player would be a monster get oh. for this first year for Jerome Tang. Please. So... Here's where the investigation really lies. <laughs> it's social media. I mean, that's how you get to know these recruits. That's, you know, where they're going to start talking about where they've been visiting, where they've been getting offers. And that's where the announcement will most likely take place on where they are committing and where they're going to play basketball next. So Detective Mitch started doing the detecting. Wait, cue the uh, Law & Order uh, music, please. Um, let's see here. I I thought I mean, maybe there might be some just, in there. Just throwing this in 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 pause. just for good measure. <laughs> That's good too. I mean, we don't use it enough. That works. That works perfect. We hardly use it. it, it okay, we're we're gonna jump back to uh, the nineteenth of April. Oh, wow. His first his first visit was Maryland. He said Maryland tomorrow. He's there on four twenty visits. But also that same day, he's retweeting a tweet by Derek Young about the family he's bringing to Manhattan, which he wasn't sure his dad would be coming. I'm not sure exactly who all came with him. But the next day after 420, visiting Maryland, he said, would like to thank Maryland for having me on their campus for an amazing visit. Very nice thing to say. He sure. liked visiting the Terrapins. He's a classy kid. But also that day, he's visiting Georgetown. After visiting Georgetown, on 421, actually that day, he's he's tweeting out pictures of him in a Maryland uniform. He retweeted a Dylan Foster picture of him in a K-State uniform. Really, social media-wise, giving no attention to Georgetown. See ya. The next day, 422. There's a timeline here. Visiting K-State today and tomorrow. The weekend rolls around. He's in here for a couple of days. He's retweeting an old Sandstorm video that says he's loving it already. And then the next day, 423, he says was the best visit I went on. Thank you, coaches, for having me. Manhattan, thank you for having me. He's retweeting a tweet from Marquise Noel. Marquise saying, felt like I gained a brother in less than 24 hours of being with him. Oh. K-State social media is responding to every tweet he puts out there. Had a great time being out with the players. And um, Antoine Davis also said, for show, made two brothers yes. on this trip. Yes. Also including Ish Masood, I would imagine, in that as well. So the next day, he tweets out his top four, K-State, Maryland, Georgetown, Detroit, Mercy, and says BYU is also included, just not in the graphic. He hasn't made the visit. So here's where the detective part really gets important. Yeah. 
BYU is today on 428, he says. And during the day, it's a lot of random retweets. And then also while he's on the visit, Detective Mitch got, you know, thought it was a bit weird. Mm. You know, suspicious in a way. And maybe uh, maybe tell the story, told the story about how he truly felt about that BYU visit. He retweeted a Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 teaser logo. I was like, man, hmm. I don't think BYU is exactly giving him, maybe giving him, but maybe his attention isn't so focused on BYU. No, he's on COD. So you put all the clues together, and if we're going after what he's been saying on social media, it really comes down to two, Maryland and K-State. So that's a part of the conclusion of the um of the investigation, yeah. who would be his top two, K-State and Maryland. Hmm. That's what he liked the most on his visits. Now, maybe he just took the BYU trip, he liked the scenery, wanted to go check out Utah, heard some nice things when it comes to architecture about BYU. That's about the only nice things about it, other than yeah. the mountains. He's a big on architecture. But here's the deal. He has received more attention from K-State than anybody than from anybody else. Mm-hmm. The fans love him. And the attention he's been getting from K-State has been consistent day in and day out on his social media. You go look at any tweet he puts out there, and it's going to be cats, 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 cats in the replies. Yes. Now, after all that, the conclusion would be he's got to become a cat. Yeah, come on. He's got to become a cat. All the clues, and again, it's all social media. But all the clues, which he's gone quiet after the BYU trip, other than some retweets about some random things, hasn't said a thing about BYU, didn't say, oh, that was the best trip ever. He did have this one tweet that said no cap with an eagle emoji. I don't I don't know what that means. I think no cap means like no lie. No lie. But and then you got I, I I can't put that into context. Wait a minute. <laughs> you got you got an eagle which looks similar to a metal arc. Which is the state bird of Kansas? Well played. Then you have case. To, come on, baby. It doesn't. I, I'm reaching, but I'm trying. Yeah, I was confused at the, <laughs> from the very start. A, a metal arc looks like an eagle. No, is, it doesn't. It doesn't even look anything like an eagle. But I'm just hoping and praying this guy comes. I have two things. First of all, did you do a Columbo turn? When you did you go? One more thing and turn around and then. So I've never seen Columbo, but I've heard some great things about Columbo. Columbo was awesome because he played like he was dumb. Like, I don't know anything, but he was super smart. The the disheveled look went with it. Yeah. And he would do the Columbo turn, which is I think police officers use now when they act like they're done questioning you and they turn around, they go, oh, one more thing. And they turn around to see your reaction, to gauge your reaction. And sometimes you're like caught off guard and they're like, ooh, he's guilty. Secondly, I have a connection that I don't think Detective Mitch maybe had uh, got lost in the paperwork. Detroit Mercy, there's a K-State connection there. Okay. The one and only Jason Bennett went from K-State to Tallahassee Community College to Detroit Mercy. Oh, my God. So, if we're playing the Pepe, oh. <laughs> we're playing the Pepe Sanchez game, Jason Bennett goes from Tallahassee Community College to Detroit Mercy. Then, like 16 years later, Antoine Davis shows up, plays for four years, then goes to a visit, visit at K-State wearing the number 
36. Jason Bennett was not the sharpest knife at the knife no. store. No, he wasn't. He was, uh, what is it? He couldn't, they say he couldn't pour water out of a boot if the instructions were on the heel. That was Jason Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> Although he did have uh, wow. the most blocks. He, he blocked like eight shots in one game. Yeah. It was amazing. Oh, by the way, one more thing. Yeah! Back to the Call of Duty logo. What this tells Detective Mitch, Antoine Davis is a gamer. At the uh, old basketball training facility, they have a few consoles. They have some sticks. You can go game. As a matter of fact, I've been told by a handful of players, you'll find guys on the sticks all the time. If, If they're just hanging out, they love to hang out there. If he likes to game... That's where he needs to come. Yeah, this is where he needs to come. Is yeah. K State? If you can, you can go from practice to gaming in five minutes. Now I don't know if the coaches would exactly like that. <laughs> like if you just die, like you're waiting for practice to get over, you just jump on <laughs> some PS4 and start playing Fortnite right away. Oh no! Yeah, maybe not the best thing, but he already bonded with two cats. In this day and age, when it comes to team building. And team bonding, what do student athletes do a lot of these days? Gaming. Gaming. They're all on the sticks, playing a variety of games. It's not a geeky thing anymore to be an absolute nut about gaming. I'm a big gamer myself. I play just about every day. Yes. It's modern age. There's world championships when it comes to just particular games. Mm -hmm. And you know what? My top ten list is coming up next. Give me a little based off. Gaming and team bonding. That's next. Back in town. Nice. Um, can I real quick add something for Detective um, Mitch? What's up? I'm sure gaming is illegal in Provo. Like, it's, you know what I mean? Like, if the good ones, if pop, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're like, Pong is fine. Okay. Dr. Adding beer to it, you're in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if pop is illegal, I'm sure COD is illegal. Like, could you find Grand Theft Auto (laughs) in Provo? Well, yeah, they put it out there as a trap. And whoever grabs it, they get rid of them. (laughs) Yeah. So, Antoine, if you're listening, man. It's a sting operation. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we've got the uh, GTA out there right now. We're just going to scope it. We got somebody. We got somebody. We got somebody. It's uh, a transfer. Cops Provo, the show we all didn't realize we <laughs> oh wanted. Oh, my God, yes. Put in the call. All right. I would imagine this top ten list is uh, going to be directed at a younger audience. Um, okay, I'm out. See you. Yeah, Troy is uh, probably not much of a gamer. No. Do, do you have a console? Uh, no. We briefly had a Wii console and then realized that we really didn't do much with it. I have an Xbox One looking to upgrade to an Xbox Series X. DG, I believe, has a PS4. Yes, sir. Never, I haven't been a PlayStation guy since number two. Mm. I moved on to Microsoft after that. Um, but And I'm glad because I do enjoy the Xbox controller over PlayStation. This week's top ten mm. list, because bringing up Antoine Davis, him retweeting a Call of Duty logo, probably a gamer just like all the other student athletes out there. Team building, team bonding can take place over video games. I'm a true believer in that. So my top 10 list this week are the best video games for team bonding and 
team building. I know yeah. Troy is so excited about this, so let's get started. Number 10. Number 10 is Fortnite, and I'm not going to put on any games on this list I have not played before. I've played every single one of these. Fortnite is number 10. Okay, so you know Fortnite, and there's going to be many games on this list that are the battle royal type. You parachute in into this map, and this, it's a, a large map. Battle royal style, you can be solo, you can put duos, trios, or teams of four together. And the last team standing will win. Well, during that time, the map will shrink in this circle. And if you're outside this circle, you die. You're done. You're done. So it gets smaller and smaller as the game goes on. That's the you know, that's how you get all the teams together, and you get down to one. The thing is, there's also like building in Fortnite. It makes it a little bit tougher. I just I've never been a fan of Fortnite. It's a free game, and I know student athletes out there love this game. It's maybe the most popular out there when it comes to the battle royal type of games. I'm just not a big fan of it. I never have. I never got into it. I won the very first game I ever played. Wow. And I'm like, this is what it takes. This is it. This is it. (laughs) So I haven't played it since. I was told recently, as in like a couple days, you there are uh, Fortnite versions where you don't build. Sam Honeybuns told me that today, uh, yesterday, that... You have versions of that game, Battle Royale. Everything's the same. It's just no building. And I go, I'm in. Because that building thing sucks, dude. Number nine. I would imagine a lot of people haven't played this, but it got really popular about a year ago. It's called Sea of Thieves. So you can have up to four and um, in your in your group, and you're basically pirates. Ooh. Like you team up with your buddies, you become pirates, and you can be good pirates, you, know, you just go after buried treasure or whatever. It's a very strategic type of game, puzzle-solving type of game. But also you could be total a-holes. Yeah! You could be real pirates and go out and kill the other gamers that are also in your server. Yeah! You can go attack other teams, take their loot, make them walk the plank... You can shoot your teammates out of cannons. Yes. It's a wild game. Wow. Sea of and it's Thieves. a lot of fun. Yeah. Sea of okay. Thieves. It's been out a few years, I think, now hmm. at this time. Wait. You're, you're shooting a teammate out of the cannon. That, that's not not a very good team building deal. <laughs> Whoa. Well, now you got to. There's got to be somebody that steps up. Be like and sacrifice. I'll be, I'll be the cannon. I'll guy. be the shoot fodder. Me I'll I'm be gonna the be fodder. the one. I'll be the fodder. Yeah. <laughs> Number eight. <laughs> Number eight. How do you not see the team building in that? It's teamwork, man. If you're going to go tank other teams. Number eight is PUBG. PUBG is known as Players Underground. Uh, I'm sorry, Player Unknown's Battleground. And it's the original Battle Royal game. A lot. Of, it, it, it's, it's very similar to the style of uh, the what you got to do in the game, Battle Royal style. 100 people thrown into this map. You could do solos, you could do duos, trios, whatever. But this is like the OG. This is where I started on these battle royal type of games. But I, I understand, like, I would imagine student athletes don't play this game too much. It's It started as a PC game. hasn't really updated when it comes to the graphics. It's not very sharp when it comes to gameplay. I tried it not too long ago. Just doesn't hold up like it used to. No, it doesn't. With all these newer games out, it just doesn't stand up with the test of time, no doubt. But uh, it's certainly still up there when it comes to popularity. Number seven. Number seven, Rocket League. You can have four on a team. It's a game that's a little bit tough to master. It can get real crazy at times, but basically what Rocket League is, it's basically race cars meet FIFA. 
and you're racing these RC cars around this map, or not really a map, but this course or a field or whatever. It's got these like ramps on the side that you can ride up on, and uh, you're basically kicking a soccer ball around with these cars, and you're you're supposed to get them into the goal. It's a very popular game online. It used to have you have to, used to have to pay for it. I think it's free now. So another free game on the market for us in team building. Yes. Number six. Number six is another type of the um, battle royal type of games. Apex Legends. It was made by EA Sports. Now the reason it's so low on the list is because you can only have up to three on a team, um, and it's a smaller map. But again, very similar to the battle royal style. The map gets smaller. Um, it's a little bit more sci-fi-ish to it. Um, it. It's really fun, and it's another free game that you can just go download, play whenever you want. Number five. All right, now we really get into the money games, in my oh opinion. Boy. This is uh, this is where it really gets good. Number five is A Way Out. A Way Out is only two players, but you have to play with two players. And it's a split screen. You have to work together with this player, even though your players might not be in the same area. What a way out is, two players, Leo and Vincent, your goal is to break out of prison. Whoa. So you got to work together from, I mean, really what it comes down to is a lot of distracting. So one guy will distract one person while the other go gets a shiv. <laughs> I'm not joking. Wow. And your goal is to work together, but not no, not necessarily together at all times to break out of prison. And I believe this was also another EA Sports game. It is awesome, but you have to play with somebody else. You cannot play it with yourself in like a computer character. Wow. It's got to be two people live. What year is the game set in? I think it's uh, uh, the 70s. Okay, okay. Wow. 70s prison. Man, that's a little bit too realistic. It is real. Wow. I mean, I don't know about realistic. I've never been to prison. (laughs) (laughs) Number four. Number four is Dead by Daylight. Have you ever heard of this one? I have never heard of that one. So it's really good. So team's up to five. So, hey, starting five on the basketball team. Go play this game. So basically, it's an ultimate survival game, but it's based off slasher films. Games like Nightmare on Elm Street, Stranger Things, Saw, Resident Evil, um, uh, Silent Hill is another one this is based off of Scream. So basically, of the four players, uh, of the five players, four are these people that are just trying to survive. Meanwhile, the other player, I believe drawn at random, is the killer. Wow. So as a killer, your job is to try to track these people down. Meanwhile, the four people are trying to work together to escape this area. Yes! That sounds awesome! It is a lot of fun. And if you have uh, Xbox Game Pass, you can play it for free. Number three. Number three is anything sports. Madden, FIFA, uh, 2K, NBA 2K, MLB The Show, NHL. Those are going to be the most popular games you'll see, in my opinion. Uh, what you'll see in places like the basketball training facility, or veneer, wherever they have video games, uh, Toyton Family Stadium. They'll have guys gaming on MLB The Show all the time or Fortnite. But anything sports, of course, is going to be those team builders because it's sports. Yes. Number two. Number two, these are by far, to me, the biggest uh, team bonding, team building type of video games, Call of Duty Warzone. Uh, when this came out a couple of years ago, it's another free game. It's another um a battle royal type of game you drop into a map you have teams of up to four you can go solo out there if you want to but to me this one is by far it's it's the biggest map and it's by far the more strategic type of play it's more realistic it's call of duty but it, it, again it's call of duty it's the more popular type of play and warzone also supports 
cross-play. What that yeah. means is you don't have to have an Xbox to play with your friends that play Xbox. You can have PS4. You can play on PC. Whatever your teammates have, you can still play together. That is a big difference between the other uh, Warzone and uh, the other type of Battle Royale type of games. But there's only one ultimate game on my list. Number one. Number one is Rainbow Six Siege. Ooh. In my opinion, one of the best games of all time. Five players. Rainbow Six Siege is one of the best multiplayer online games of all time. And it's tactical gameplay. So from the start to finish, it is strategic right out of the gate. Coming from, uh, I mean, you you pick your character and every character has a different perk to it. Something they specifically do to help your team win. You have five on offense, five on defense. The defense is trying to protect something, not trying to let you get to a certain point in the game where it's uh, saving a hostage or uh, you know trying to set a bomb or whatever, trying to defuse a bomb. Meanwhile, offensively, you're trying to break into the structure strategically, working together as a team to stop or save this terrorist or stop the bomb or whatever. It is the ultimate game, in my opinion, when it comes to strategic games with multiple people online. This needs to be played more. I know it's a shooter, but there is this game is more dialogue between teammates than any game out there. It's big time. Big time. I, I was big into Rainbow Six Las Vegas. I loved, That's a lot older. I loved that game. And oh, my God. Rainbow Six Siege has been out for seven years. Whoa. They continue to update it throughout the years. It's one of those games. So it's very popular. Oh, they update the characters, and like, there's like wow. 50 characters out there now you can choose from. Huh. But it's uh, I've met people online that I'm still friends with today just from playing Rainbow Six Siege. Wow. used to stay up very late playing it when I was working here at the time, too. <laughs> All right, that's my top ten list for the week. Coming up next, number one song of the day. So this is not the number oh. one song of the day. Oops. You're going to check Troy. yourself before you wreck yourself. Troy blew it. Which, by the way, Troy's on the board today, so anytime he screws up, we can make fun of him. Hey, hey listen, I'm getting the Come main details still. down pat here. No problemo. Troy, go ahead and kill it. Yeah, it's give me a moment play. here. Oh, boy, he's all flustered now. <laughs> it's all right. I can play it from my side. Why don't you handle that? <laughs> let's <laughs> let's <laughs> go that <laughs> route. Thank you. Just let this keep going. There it is. All right. Here's your number one song of the day. From 1978, Miss You by the Rolling Stones, one week at number one. They formed in 1962 in London. And they've been active for six decades. How about that? Matter of fact, I mean, this year is their 60th anniversary. Really? Oh my. After doing the math. Wow. Figured it out. 60 years they've been a band. Wow. Of course, they found stability with a lineup of Mick Jagger, Keith Richards, Brian Jones, Bill Wyman, Charlie Watts. The Rolling Stones 
have an estimated record sales of 200 million worldwide. One of the best-selling music artists of all time. They're inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1989. In 2019, Billboard magazine ranked the Rolling Stones second on the list of the greatest artists of all time based on U.S. chart success. Of course, number one would be the Beatles. Rolling Stone magazine ranked the Rolling Stones fourth on the list of greatest artists of all time. 26 studio albums, 41 top 40 hits, and this is their last of eight number ones. And it's from the album Some Girls, their 17th. So, a little bit of controversy about this song. Is it disco or is it not? Ooh. Yeah. Troy says yes. No, no, never... no, no. I know that the controversy is oh, there. Okay. I love this song, now, by the way. I've one of my favorite rocks. Stone tracks. I've yeah. never at one point in my mind ever thought this was considered a disco track. No. But it got out there. As a matter of fact, it was... It was Mick Jagger and Ronnie Wood that insisted that Miss You was not conceived as a disco song, but Keith Richards said Miss You is a damn good disco record. Yeah, but he's high. And it was calculated to be one. Now, This song is rad. Charlie Watts, he said it himself that a lot of the songs like Miss You on the Some Girls album were heavily influenced by disco. I mean, it makes sense when you work with the beat and... Well, that's what Charlie Watts said. The drumming you'll hear on the album is, I'm going to air quote here, Philadelphia-style drumming. Hmm. Disco. Now, yesterday, DG missed this, but yesterday's number one song with the... Uh, Tip of the cap to Skylar Thompson going to Miami. <laughs> Yesterday's number one song was the theme to Miami Vice. <laughs> well, guys, Miss You by Rolling Stones was played in the first mm-hmm. episode of Miami Vice. Whoa. Mind it actually, blower. It actually played before In the Air Tonight. In the Air Tonight was late in the episode, if I remember right. Wow. <laughs> In 2002, Dr. Dre, he remixed this for the Austin Powers Gold Member soundtrack, which, how about that? Austin Powers Gold Member is turning 20 this year, which doesn't sound right. Nope. Wild. And how about this? In 2010, Rolling Stone Magazine did rate Miss You in their top 500 songs of all time at number 498. (laughs) But on their new list that came out last year, no longer ranked. Oh, my God. Speaking of people who are drunk... Right? Come on, man. Give me a break. Stinks. Well, guys, this is where I leave you. I'm heading out to Toyton Family Stadium. A reminder to those listening, when DG and number two take over, their opinions do not represent Manhattan Broadcasting. Yes, they do. KMAN. It is their own. <laughs> He's just trying to cover his backside, yeah, man. Yeah, what do you got? What are we going to talk about? Something controversial? I want to dig in. You know what? Tomorrow we find out who is in the Hall of Fame class rock and roll hall of fame class oh do we ah. i did not know that and so those noms come out or the official uh, results come out we'll 
talk a little about that coming up in who, the next half hour. Well, okay, I'll let you. I'll let you talk about that. That's a great topic. Dang, that's good. Um, and I'm sure whatever is said tomorrow, I'll still be in a way upset. <laughs> and um, especially also, if you see who number five on the list is right now for the uh, fan vote. Oh uh, boy, I might have to do another top ten of uh, again. The artists have been in snubbed, <laughs> and they're still not in. I might do that next week. Do you just update? Just you don't even need to update that list, right? That list just keeps. I mean, it stays no. the same. No, I'm sure I have a spreadsheet somewhere oh, out there of perfect. like a list of a thousand <laughs> of them. All right, uh, a short uh, a break, and I'll let the guys finish out the hour, and they'll have the rest of the show leading up to 5:30 coming up next. The game continues on News Radio KMAN. Don't ask me how I wound up behind the controls today, anyway. <laughs> yeah, what is that, man? Um. I mean, that's, now that you said don't ask me, I'm going to Yeah, ask. <laughs> I know. It's called being the good soldier. That's right. You've been behind the board for 12 hours. Uh, it feels that way. <laughs> I know better. Yeah. Uh, we make our way into the top of the hour. K-State baseball coming up at 5.30. We'll talk in the next hour about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame noms and the fan vote I've got in front of me. It's interesting, ah, to say the least. But it always is. It, it, it always is. You you expect that out of the fan voting, especially for something like that. Uh, so we will at least delve into it, kind of give our thoughts on what's going to play out tomorrow when those nominations are announced, which is going to be interesting. There is no <laughs> doubt about that. Royals and Redbirds are also tonight in Kansas. I can't believe the number is now... 21 of the last 28 that have gone to the Cardinals. I, I almost don't want to talk to my to my friend Redbird Brad no. be, because I'll just never hear the end of it. Uh, you know, at some point, though, Redbird Brad, Brad has to be like, this isn't even fun. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. You guys think. Yeah, well, he's he's also the, the one that I would spend the most time arguing about <laughs> 1985 with. So, you know, there, there's, a, there's a reason behind the rivalry there but unfortunately it's about all we have anymore sure and that's what stinks oh, that's God. what stinks Ugh. is that there's nothing oh anyway oh, uh yeah they go tonight uh tomorrow moved up because of that weather front that's uh moving in that's again bringing the likelihood of rain so tomorrow tough uh tough uh scheduling season at twelve ten instead of uh, tomorrow night as it was expected to be a sixth. How would you like to have the Cardinals in town if you're the Royals and you have to punt the game up for a midday game just because of Mother Nature? Midweek, midday. Mid, midweek, no way. Mid, midday. No. Uh, you, you can't win. No. Uh, I mean, about the only <laughs> thing it does is it will keep the Cardinal fans out of the stadium. Sure. That's about the only good thing <laughs> that comes of that, for crying out loud. Uh. That's, that's frustrating. Disappointing. But... Maybe for the better. <laughs> we dig into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominations next as we move into the second hour here on The Game.